Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to SBS News. I spoke with Chanel Contos, founder of Teach Us Consent, an organisation which has campaigned for providing holistic consent and sexuality education since February 2021. Following their petition, which gained more than 44,000 signatures of support, ministers of education from around Australia in February 2022 unanimously committed to mandating holistic and age-appropriate consent education in every school from foundation until year 10, which came into effect at the beginning of 2023. I spoke to Chanel about how she feels the first year of the curriculum implementation has been received by students, teachers, parents and the wider community. Hi, Chanel Contos. Thanks for joining us today. I'm obviously looking to chat to you because we've had the first year of the new sexual consent curriculum all across Australia. So how do you think this has been received so far? So far, I feel as though there's definitely been positive reception. I've had quite a, you know, a handful of quite nice messages from people, like students themselves saying, you know, they got taught consent at school and it's so exciting. And I've had a lot of feedback from parents saying their children got taught about consent for the first time. And, you know, they came home and spoke to their parents about it, which, of course, and continues even further conversations. So, yeah, I think it's um, overall... I think Australia is definitely ready for this sort of change. And I think the way it's being delivered is definitely being received well, except I guess the next issue here is the implementation of it. So it's great that I've received that sort of positive feedback, but, you know, how do we ensure that it is being taught in every school and how do we ensure that it is being taught properly and that teachers feel comfortable delivering this sort of content? Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about implementation because obviously there can be a gap sometimes when we bring in new social policy or um, changes to things that have been operating one way for a long time. Do you feel as though so far it's being implemented well or do you think there's maybe room for improvement in how it's actually being taught? I think there's definitely room for improvement in how it's being taught because we can always further upskill teachers. However, the government has committed a $77 million consent education implementation package that's going to roll across um, the next few years as well. So there's already kind of like an expert working group talking about how to best implement this education um, and looking at, you know, like dividing funds to help support schools with potentially getting external speakers in or I'm, I'm not, it hasn't been decided exactly how the funds will be used. And there's also significant investment into creating resources for these sort of things. So, for example, Teachers Consent is going to receive $3.5 million from the Australian government. And whilst that is not related directly to the Australian national curriculum, the sort of content that will be created in those resources can be, you know, will sit kind of parallel, adjacent, holistic to the sort of education received in schools. Yeah, and I'm really interested in how teachers are finding the changes. Have you spoken to teachers about how they feel having the capacity to implement this new curriculum? Have they 
touched on any challenges or perhaps a lot of them um, to feel a sense of freedom in being able to discuss these things with students that have been curious um, in the past? Yeah, so I've definitely had a few messages saying they feel very relieved that they now have kind of permission um, that, you know, that's been told to them that they can have these conversations because they feel it to be really important. However, I'm also sure there are many teachers who probably feel quite uncomfortable or like um, find it really stressful to have these sort of conversations. So the two things as well with this that I think about a lot is many teachers may be victims of sexual violence themselves and, you know, delivering this sort of content could potentially be sensitive or um, triggering or, you know, they might be happy to deliver it, but then they might get an insensitive question where a child is just being curious that might um, make for not the most, I guess, ideal learning or teaching environment for everyone. And then on the other hand of that, and the thing I always think about is I wonder how many teachers have been perpetrators of sexual violence and potentially don't even know it because they maybe didn't receive consent education um, and then they are now learning it to teach it and kind of in parallel to that, I guess, either having a realisation or having to reflect or maybe denying that completely or maybe it's something that that is kind of something they do often um, because it's definitely an issue that is everywhere and every profession has people in it who have committed these crimes. So of course it's also going to be teachers. Yeah, that's a really um, interesting point actually. And I guess there's also, while it's been received really well by a lot of people, there obviously has been criticism of it or concerns, I guess, naturally, like when anything new comes in by parents or teachers or um, people that perhaps don't have a full understanding of what it means. I guess people were worried about younger students, the kindergarten and the younger years, is it a curriculum that's taught quite differently, I'd imagine, to those years? Could you sort of talk us through how that works? So in kindergarten and up until high school, there's no reference to kind of like sexual um, sexual references of consent. It's all about the concepts of consent, teaching how to ask for permission, how to deny permission, how to accept rejection, um, how to seek help is a big one as well, especially for those really younger years, you know, consistently reinforcing the idea that if anything feels wrong, you know, you can always speak to a teacher or a parent or whatever it is, um, you know, and this can be as simple as teaching kids to ask, can I play with your toy? Can I plait your hair? Can I hold your hand? And the idea is that by the time they reach high school, this kind of concept of having to ask for consent for actions is innate in them already. So, I mean, when you look at the curriculum, I personally think it's really not controversial. If it was up to me, I would definitely um, be bringing some sort of concepts in earlier, specifically like online technology um, and like porn conversations around pornography and things like that I wish was in the curriculum from much, much younger still. But, yeah, there has been, I guess, the tiny bit of pushback we have had has been from certain religious groups saying that teaching consent is culturally insensitive to um like for example catholic ideals of no sex before marriage and it's definitely been interesting like hearing that and navigating that space but ultimately abstinence is a choice and sexual assault is not a choice and whilst i personally do not agree with the teaching of abstinence and that is not the way that I would um, <laughs> teach sex or consent to 
anyone in my life, there's no reason that consent and religious ideals cannot be taught hand in hand. And in fact, they often complement each other um, quite well. Yeah, I was actually just going to ask you about that because I obviously saw that the head of the Catholic education in Tasmania, Gerard Gaskin, said highly sensitive, amoral and potentially harmful information that teachers' consent alone determines whether any sexual activity is good or bad, legal or illegal. What would you say to that kind of comment? My reaction to that comment is, to me, the most important thing is if an act is consensual or non-consensual. And I think the focus should be teaching kids to understand consent, employ consent, respect consent, because the only thing that will do is increase the capabilities of them and people around them to engage in sex when they actually want to, which means if that is only with their marital partner after marriage, then that is fine. That is their choice. However, I think it's important that we have this baseline curriculum to cover across kind of like all different cultures and beliefs and thoughts around sex because the religious aspect, I guess, is an addition and an adjacent and a layer to add on to it. But the bottom line is that this is a human rights issue. It's not a religious issue. It's not a political issue. And by treating it as a human rights issue in its most basic raw form, human's consent is the most important thing, in my opinion. Yeah. And just finally, what are your, I guess, aspirations for sexual consent in the future in terms of, I guess, what kind of society do you, in a dream world, imagine or perceive sexual consent to be practiced and thought about? What kind of reality do you want that to look like, I guess, in the next five or 10 years? Yeah, I thought about this a lot. So I just wrote my book, Consent Laid Bare, and in writing it, I guess I was kind of like, what, what, what's my answer here? Like, what's the thing that, I've, you know, this is the problem, but how, what can the future looks like, look like? And I guess the answer has come out strongly being this idea of empathy, which is like very much a theme throughout the book. If we raise the next generation with empathy and teach them to be considerate in sexual situations, then rape culture can't exist. Like this idea of normalised sexual violence or like unknowingly perpetrating sexual assault or violating someone's consent, that would become a societal anomaly if considering the person that you're with in a sexual situation's actions or any person that you're with in any situation, considering how they're feeling and if they're comfortable in that situation becomes the norm. So, yeah, I guess the way forward out of it um, is empathy, which is both a really simple answer, you would think, Um, But can also, I guess, if not ingrained in someone early, can be hard to teach later. And the thing is, humans are inherently empathetic. So the default position is to be an empathetic human. However, what we, I think, really fail to do is um, ingrain empathy in our boys about women in a sexual way. Thank you so much, Chanel, for joining us today. It's been really interesting to chat about that curriculum and how it's been received in its first year so thank you so much thank you for having me that was chanel contos founder of teach us consent and author of consent laid bare her new book which examines sexual consent entitlement and the distortion of desire katrina stirrett sbs news SBS 
SBS is Australia's most trusted multilingual broadcaster. Our listeners are loyal, highly engaged, and have supported countless local businesses. We offer advertising packages for businesses of all sizes. Our experienced sales team will guide you through the process of owning a great campaign. Bring your own ad or have our production team make you something in one of our 68 languages. Start the conversation with your new audience today. Email sales at sbs.com.au.